There are, quietly, many initiatives underway to incorporate Haredi men in a range of defense and relief capacities, ranging from rapid response squads to, you know, the Kabot Fire and Rescue Services, mm-hmm. and from the Home Front Command to um, first aid responders like Zaka Hatsala and Mada. The challenge, of course, is to make such service mainstream and honorable in Haredi society itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would like to believe that that is a process underway now, but it's a very slow process. Um, It's on the fringes of Haredi society, still on the fringes fringes of Haredi society. Uh, And moving this forward requires wise and far-sighted leadership um, from both the Haredi community leaders and and from the government. Um, We're not going to get um, to fair or equitable uh, national security service um, from the Haredi sector that equals the burden on non-Haredi Israeli society. Uh, We're far from that. But perhaps this is a realistic way forward. Is Looking at the big picture, is this saying that the ultra-Orthodox society sees themselves more as a part of Israel now? That would seem to be the case. Um, reading the Haredi press and listening to uh, statements and lectures um, by Haredi leaders, but that doesn't mean um, that they're looking to change their lifestyle. They're not looking to um, become less Haredi. They're not looking to transform or uh, change, I would say, repair the the learner's um, model of society where most able-bodied men uh, spend their lives in a, in a study framework as opposed to a working framework, never mind a national security service frameworks. Um, we're not there yet, no. Okay, so, so these ultra-Orthodox men would be joining rapid response squads, which have been mushrooming all everywhere ever since October 7th, the massacre by Hamas. And uh, so it's sort of sort of to defend themselves. Um, and my, but I want to segue a little bit into an, another area. We're talking about defense, self-defense. And yet there's been a lot of accusations, even coming from the President of the United States and the Blinken uh, Secretary of State, about this surging settler violence. What are they talking about? The short answer is that this is one big myth. Um, And in fact, it infuriates me um, because um, there is, it's not true. There is no escalating or unprecedented wave of settler violence in Judea and Samaria under cover of the war in Gaza. Um, This frenzied focus on so-called settler terrorism by the highest officials in Washington, as well as here in Israel and in Israeli media, is based on fake news. So you need to ask yourself, why is such fake news being bandied about? And I fear that apparently this is you know, to balance, or quote-unquote balance, the crimes of Hamas. This is a way for wishy-washy friends of Israel or extreme left-wing Israelis to distance themselves from Israeli bad guys, that means settlers, while also being forced, of course, to condemn the Palestinian bad guys, Hamas. In other words, this is an attempt to uphold 
some degree of what I think is perverse uh, moral equivalence between Israelis and Palestinians. You express condemnation of, quote-unquote, all sides for the proverbial cycle of violence, uh, which you know some professional Middle East peace processors like to babble about. It's a way for um, international observers to make it clear that they are not, God forbid, fully on Israel's side, even at a time when Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad have committed the most atrocious crimes. So I say to um, the Israeli media and to the Biden administration, stop. Uh, stop throwing settler violence in Israel's face as it fights for its very life against the genocidal Hamas. It's a red herring issue. Yeah, David, um, David, there is a, a violence going on in the West Bank. The army's going on d- nightly uh, raids, and there's been uh, vicious clashes in Janine and, and Nablus as well. And uh, I think nearly 180, maybe even more Palestinians have been killed. Um, and yet, it's not just the Israeli soldiers getting blamed for this, but uh, looking at Reuters and AP, they're saying Israeli soldiers and settlers. Why is settlers being attached to this? this- yeah, so this this is part of the uh, of the big lie. Um, groups like B'Tselem, Yeshdin, the Palestinian Authority Health Ministry, and various UN organizations um, have fed the international media with blatantly false statistics that allege that some 200 Palestinians have been killed by Israeli forces and settlers this year, uh, making it sound once again as if more innocent Palestinian civilians are being targeted by settler violence. In fact, almost 100% of these deaths are Palestinian terrorists who are eliminated by the IDF in counter-terror operations against Hamas and Fatah hideouts and and their weapons factories in places like Jenin, Nablus, Hebron, and, and elsewhere in the West Bank. And of course, these IDF counter-terror operations are the only thing that prevents the genocidal attacks of October 7th from repeating themselves um, in central Israel. But that doesn't stop the Palestinian Authority or UN organizations from pumping out more false allegations of settler violence. Now, we should back up just a little bit um, and admit to ourselves that there is Jewish violence in Judea and Samaria, and and it is unacceptable. There are about a thousand incidents a year of various type of um, of, uh, of incidents ranging from um, uh, ver- verbal altercations and rock throwing to uh, vandalism, agricultural vandalism, all the way to the occasional and terrible uh, firebombing of of a home. And so, is there? Jewish violence in Judea and Samaria, yes, and I hold uh, no wellsprings of sympathy for the wild men involved, uh, and Israel is attempting to combat such lawlessness. But has there been an enormous, out-of-control surge in settler violence recently? The answer is absolutely no. And is there a culture of Jewish violence in settler communities? Again, the answer is absolutely no. In fact, um, the overwhelmingly peaceful, half million person strong community of Israelis who live over the Green Line um, are far less um, violent than the level of violence by Israelis against other Israelis that afflicts greater Tel Aviv. 
And, and yet uh, people like the president of the United States mentioned this, the vice president, um, she mentioned this. Is there something about this idea that the Jewish settlers do have a culture of violence that makes it easier for people abroad who don't, aren't familiar with the situation to accept that kind of uh, these, these stories coming out from B'Tselem and other places? So I think you're right. Um, unfortunately, from my perspective, the whole notion of uh, Jewish residency, Jewish settlement in Judea and Samaria is still uh, very controversial and, and, and not accepted in, in much of the world. And, and, and it's controversial <laughs> among parts of the Israeli public as well. So it, it's, it, it's, it's easier um, um, to create this straw man of settler violence um, as a way of... Um, you know, distancing uh, yourselves from uh, bad um, Israelis. To me, it's it's nauseating that some feel the need to conjure up a false moral counterweight at the current moment, mm-hmm. a counterweight to Hamas violence in the form of basically non-existent surging settler violence. Because as I say again, there there is no out-of-control surge in settler violence recently. Israel has a problem um, with uh, lawlessness um, on the fringes of the settler community, but that's what it is, and it hasn't, it hasn't changed. 